This week on Inside Motorsport, we look at all the action from Avalon Raceway, with the V8 Dirt Modifieds Championship being wrapped up last weekend. I hope you stay with us. Joining me on the line is Gavin White from Avalon Raceway and uh, the Australian V8 Dirt Modifieds Championship last weekend saw a new, new South Wales driver come down to Victoria and take title away with Mark Robinson getting a uh, tough race win and Australian Championship to boot. Yeah, absolutely, Craig. It was a great event, uh, as you alluded to. Probably one of the largest car counts I've seen in some time for the V8 Dirt Modifieds. Of course, they are a popular division. Avalon Raceway was fortunate enough to hold uh, the national championship last weekend. As you said, Mark Robertson wasn't an interesting story for those that were there. were truly stunned when they learned that uh, only two days before Christmas, his five-year-old daughter was diagnosed with leukaemia. So he was under some stress as to whether or not to come south and compete for the national title. And, boy, he couldn't have done it any better, could he? Come down and he was highest point scorer after Friday night and then led every lap of uh, Saturday night's 35-lap championship final to record his second win in the national title, which was such an emotional victory. And, and to see him and his family, uh, in particular his dad, who's a former four-time winner of the championship, be there to celebrate with him while his family was back home uh, it was just an amazing night for him and, and you couldn't have scripted it any better it was closest thing I've seen to a fairy tale in some time. Of course this is Robson's second championship he won it back up in Brisbane in 2005 more and more cars coming out into the dirt modified class and this championship gets tougher and tougher to win. It does you only got to look at uh, the history books, the likes of Peter Britton, who was the outgoing champion after Robinson defeated him on the weekend, had won it three consecutive times in today's world. It's just unheard of. But in that category, Peter Britton's one of three drivers that have won the title on three consecutive occasions, the previous drivers being Lismore's Stuart Hearn out of New South Wales as well. And Warnable's Tim Morse also recorded three successive victories uh, in his career, both Hearn and Morse went on to win five overall, and Britain's title run was snapped at three, which is just phenomenal considering the level of competition. Now all drivers are using a, a high level of American influence in their equipment. The development continues to grow. It's, it's very competitive. And for drivers such as those three that I just mentioned to dominate with three consecutive was just incredible. And, and again on Saturday night, we saw it where there was just a number of drivers that, given the right circumstances, could have been... Uh, right in the mix. I know third place was Queensland's Ray Claridge. He did nothing wrong for the weekend, but in the position where he was, he started behind both Robinson and also the runner-up Peter Britton, but just didn't get an opportunity to challenge in lap traffic. Uh, such was the speed from the leading duos. Such a competitive class. They put on a great weekend's racing and, and very popular. The crowd certainly enjoyed them and they came out in their droves hmm. on the weekend to Avalon Raceway. Not the last time Avalon fans get to see the Dirt Modifieds, because they'll actually complete your season this year on Saturday the 7th of April. Yeah, they also uh, will be there, as you said, along with the traditional season finale, of course, with the Easter Sprint Car Trail. So really looking forward to that one. Of course, it rounds out the season, as you said, which unfortunately started the season too, Craig. We've suffered four washouts, which I know uh, our K-Rock Cup on January 7th event was also uh, rain-affected. So it, unfortunately, it's been a tough year once again at Avalon Raceway. We suffered nine washouts last year. Fingers crossed we can continue through the season as we look forward to, of course, Wednesday night's event, the President's Cup for the Sprint Cars. So 
another big year and of course it was a big weekend anytime you get a national title and there's so much interest from right across the country on, on the venue. Now Avalon Speedway was started in 1976 and a lot of people from the Speedway circles know the history of this track but it's one of the toughest tracks to tame because it very very easily can go slick and become a one lane racetrack and that's something that I guess all the promoters have been struggling with through the years is trying to keep Avalon racing on multiple lines. Yeah, you're right. And it's also flat, which uh, a lot of people see speedways around the venue that have got banking on it. And having said that, when it's flat, uh, and as you said, if, it, if the wind and the sun can dry the track out, of course you've got your challenges. But uh, a lot of times I've seen some outstanding racing there and the drivers uh, actually surprise themselves that they can make outside passing manoeuvres, which uh, you, you look at the track and it probably doesn't uh, look like it's going to do that, but just a phenomenal raceway when they get it right and, and when you get the very best in, doesn't matter what category, whether it's speed cars, modified productions, the V8 dirt modifiers like what we had on the weekend or the ultra popular sprint cars, when you get the very best there, they tend to tra- chase the track and adjust their setup to suit. And when they go to work on, on, uh, on, on other, other rivals, other competitors, it can be an enthralling battle and, and something that we all enjoy and the, and the crowds certainly uh, respond to that. They come out uh, and really get behind the venue, um, of course, when the weather's right, as I said earlier. Now, of course, for people who are travelling down to Melbourne and want to catch up with some speedway action, Avalon's on the old Melbourne road and you still have eight meetings left to go in this season. Yeah, at least eight to go. Uh, so there's no, no reason why fans out there shouldn't be able to see at least um, one or two of those events between now and Easter when we do round out, of course, you do need more info craig as we always say uh, you can check it out on the world wide web avalonraceway.com and it's got the full race calendar all the latest news of course results um, pictures records uh, track info and of course the all-important uh, weather radar watch that is, is probably one of the hotly hottest links used on the on the website um, all year long yeah and of course one thing that uh, you guys at avalon have been trying to uh, establish is a formal presence for a history of australian speedway how is the australian speedway museum and hall of fame project traveling as you said it's a project and it's an ongoing project and it continually gets improved with new additions and it's uh, currently located just outside of turn number two. Um, well, depending what category, of course, you are talking about, but turn number two for the sprint cars or the Melbourne side uh, entrance to the venue. And it just, as I say, continually, each and every time that you visit the place, you'll see a different, uh, unique look to it. Uh, there's always new additions coming into the Hall of Fame. And, of course, it's all about the money raised as well and, and trying to restore the past and remember where we've come from as we look forward to the future of course we never want to forget uh, where we've come from and uh, recognize those people and, and cars that certainly played a massive role in, in establishing the venue as to where it is now as you said mm. into its fourth decade of, of competition there at uh, old melbourne road so it's all about preserving the past as we look to the future and, and continues to grow and uh, the, the amount of looks that you get from the younger generation, the young fans that, that really look at those older cars and say, is that what they really used to race? Because we're so used to the new, the flashy, the, the really high dollar end of the race cars. But, of course, they were all from humble beginnings once, and, and that's what it's all about, restoring what was uh, as we look towards the future. Mm. And, of course, uh, one event uh, coming up in early February is the Victorian Sprint Car Titles, and that meeting will have a huge car count, I'm sure. Yeah, it will, and it's... it's one of only uh, two or three times where uh, in Victoria, that is, that it's been an all-sprint car event. This is the first time at 
uh, Avalon Raceway that we're conducting this with, as you say, the open being the 410 cubic inch capacity cars and also the 360 cubic inch cars will have their own standalone title. Has been run elsewhere in the state before on, on maybe one or two occasions. First time for Avalon Raceway, so we're looking forward to that. Uh, the defending champion is a young guy um, out of Simpson in Victoria, and that's Tim Rankin. He won that title at Hamilton last year. Uh, so we're looking forward to having him come along with a host of uh, high-level uh, um, top-shelf names coming for, for that Victorian title. And as I said, all sprint car night. It's something that a lot of fans do enjoy, and, and we're looking forward to having that. And that's on Saturday night, February 11, for those fans that are looking forward to that. So as you said, second Saturday night of February, and we're back in action. Then a fortnight later on Saturday night, February 25, when the super sedans come in, so more V8 action as well in February. Mm. Yeah, plenty of racing coming up, as we said. Now, Avalon Raceway, for people who are travelling down to, uh, well, do you call yourself Melbourne or do you call yourself Geelong when you're at Avalon? You're sort of halfway between the two, aren't you? Well, we, we should truly call ourselves Lara, but we certainly call ourselves Geelong, but we do have a, a really big fan base in Melbourne, um, and, and they've supported us for a long time. And uh, now with the tunnel in recent years and, and uh, the bypasses and things like that, it makes it so easy to access and, uh, and you can be at Avalon Raceway and home uh, in a reasonable hour each and every night. We have a pretty strict policy where we like to have events done by 10.30, uh, quarter to 11, so it's a great family night. Gavin, pleasure to catch up with you. And as you said, it was a, a Cinderella story really last weekend. It was, Craig. And as we said, of course, with uh, the family issues at home, we certainly wish him uh, and all his family the very best with that and do congratulate him on his second Australian V8 Dirt Modified Championship and, and thanks to you for your support as well. Plenty more coming up on Inside Motorsport next week. I hope you join us then. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.